This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Alrighty, friends, welcome back to the Ops Authority Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Gingrich, and I have my friend and someone that you, if you don't know Miss Jordan Gill, you're definitely going to want to get to know her and you're going to have that opportunity today. But she is our guest on episode number 137. So welcome to the show, Jordan. Yes. Thank you so much for having me, Natalie. I always love any excuse to talk with you. So, <laughs> you know, we give ourselves, we give ourselves a time frame, but that time frame is kind of just null and void whenever I've got a good friend on the other line here. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so we're going to do our best to keep this concise for you, but we've got a topic that I know our audience is really interested and intrigued. And really, I believe that you guys just have a lot of questions about this. And so we have brought in the expert, someone that I really feel like I have had as a sister as we have gone through this entrepreneurial journey. We both have a similar journey, which she's going to talk about, but we have, like all of us are going to do. And the word pivot is not a bad word here. It's a necessary thing that has to happen in entrepreneurship. But specifically as a service provider, where you start today is not where you're going to be a year from now or a year from then or three years in the future. And the reality is there's always going to be a change and pivoting seems to be such a like a negative connotation to what really happens. I want you to change the word or the idea of like, you're not selling out because you're changing something. You're up-leveling every single time. And for some of us, that means niching down. For some of us, it means changing your offer and really honing in on what it is that lights you up. And Jordan is a phenomenal example and has really led me from afar. And as a friend, as we have navigated the, the changes and the opportunities that we have from being a service provider and a service providing entrepreneur. So Jordan, thank you so much for being here today. Yes, I'm ready to geek out because I I agree with you as an ops person, the word change, I'm like, oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Like it still happens viscerally in my body, but you know, it's uh, definitely something you got to reframe. That's right. And if you're leading a business and you're growing a business or you're a leader inside of a business and you're leading that operations cohort or unit, then there's a different feeling to the word change that it really, it has to happen and it has to stay visceral because they're inevitably we're going to go through that. So whether we're on the changing end or we're the person changing, let's just dive into what that can look like and the opportunities that the feeling and the actual process of changing can, can bring us in business. Before we kick off, Jordan, I want to dive into a little bit about your history. So tell us kind of where you started and, and where you are today. Totally. So I started, goodness, it didn't seem that far away that long ago. And now all of a sudden it's like, what? I started my business in 2016, uh, May of 2016. And that really was working typical, you know, monthly retainers on folks' teams uh, in kind of two different capacities, one being systems operations and the other one being in curriculum development. 
which is another just something that I'm kind of naturally good at, but I really dove into the the systems lane. And after five months of doing monthly retainers, I just knew this was not it. And I was lucky enough and, and blessed enough to start out my business having really four clients that took up all my time and I made a decent living and and whatnot. But even with making the money I wanted, it was just draining. And I am somebody who has to really look at how I am draining my energy, essentially. And monthly retainers just were way too much on me. I have a couple of different chronic illnesses, chronic fatigue, hypothyroidism, celiac, all sorts of fun stuff. So it's a very real, like actual need for me, not just like, oh, like you only want to work like four to six hours a day. Like, no, actually, like Jordan can only work four to six hours a day or her immune system is going to shut down. So at that five month mark, three out of my four clients were launching and these were all seven figure business owners. And that was like, nope. <laughs> never going to do that again and let go of two clients that next month and went on a journey to try and figure out what offer really was going to work for me because I did like working with clients. That part wasn't the issue. It was the length of time and the ongoing nature of the projects that I was just like, Oh, like if I could just sit down and knock this out, like that is what I want to do. And so I got familiar with VIP days from a sales coach that I had hired at the time and was like, can I do this? She's like, mm-hmm. sure. And I just went all in on VIP days. And after my first one, I was like, this is it. This is all I want to do. And have been doing it. My last monthly retainer client was March of 2017. So I've been chucking along. I mean, you know, the last two years of my business have looked quite different, but I chucked along there for about three years of mainly VIP days as my main source of revenue. Yeah, I remember. I mean, we became friends when you were yeah. at that point and doing retainer work and really got to see you shift over from retainer work into the VIP day structure. And it even inspired me, Jordan, back in the day. That's when I started doing some what I call project-based work. And that turned into a little bit of consulting for online entrepreneurs as well. But it was really following your lead because when I came into the space from my corporate background, the only thing, and, and the thing that still feels the most natural to me is a retainer relationship because I, I love going deep and staying a part of the team. I love leadership. I love, there's some things that I am wired with and some gifts that I have that lead me into more of a retainer space. But at some point I was like, Ooh, I can make some additional money in a short time. And I had a perfect offer that was just well suited for that. And so it allowed me to increase my annual income by bringing some of these on. And I don't know if I've ever actually told you that to your face, but I remember that my eyes were opened as you were making that shift. I was like, Oh, wait, these same people that I'm working with, I could do, you know, I could do the same thing in a shortened and condensed time frame. I just wouldn't have the ongoing upkeep, which for some clients, for some personalities, for some industries, for some businesses, for some Natalie, it just isn't always the right thing to do. So it really has been something that has inspired me. And as you have grown in this business and you have restructured your business, you've grown a team. Let's talk just a little bit about what your business, you know, the backside of Jordan's business, what it looks like. And most specifically looking at the operations side of your business, what, it, how, and let's start with how you define operations. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, operations, I think of as like 
really the function and logistics of every area of the business. So, you know, it's really just all the how. I think of like, if I'm asking the question how, it's most likely being directed to my operations team and whatnot. So that's how I define operations in like a really quick snippet. Mm -hmm. And my operations team is pretty small. We have three folks who are in it, a project manager, a a systems gal, systems coordinator, and then an ops coordinator. We see ops and systems a little bit differently in that my systems coordinator is like the tech, like all the integrations, automations, geekery. Uh, that is all that she does and she loves it. And it's it's really awesome because that was my seat for a while. Yeah. Yes. And it was hard for me to let go because <laughs> I really enjoy that. But it really was... I knew I was holding my team back because I was holding on to it, but I actually didn't know how how much I was actually holding my team back because I held on for it for probably a couple months, if not a half year too long. So our operations team is those three people. And it really comes down to, we have our kind of annual flow of Q1 and Q3 are really heavy on growth and marketing. Q2 and Q4 are really heavy on delivery and operations. And so that doesn't mean that my operations team isn't working on you know, right. Q1 and Q3. <laughs> it just means like, we're kind of just rolling with it. And like, if it gets messy, that's okay. Like, leave it. Like, we'll fix it. We have the space to fix it. Right now, our focus is on marketing and growth. And I know as operations people, it's like, but we can just like fix it really quick. But then that delays the marketing aspect. And then, you know, our goals can become unbalanced. So I've just tried to create that flow intentionally so that my team doesn't feel like, okay, we're constantly growing. We're constant, like... Because the constant growth can get real. That's where people burn out. Yep. yep. Where it's like, I'm launching every single month, all the time. Like there's a new thing. It's like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew intentionally that that was not going to be the way I built my business. And we just do like two events, virtual events every year, March and September. And that's really the only outward big launches that we ever do. I love this. If you're listening to this as an operator, there are some really key things that I just heard in what Jordan said. So if you're looking for places to work, you know, one of the things that she is modeling is being self-aware of what the demands of her vision are on the team. And even I'm going to speak it, I'm sure Jordan probably agrees with me, but you know, there have been times and we have worked in people's businesses where they're launching every month, or I'm always looking at the complexity of the business because the more offers they have, the more team they need, whether those are full-time, you know, I'm not even here to assess all of that, but the more the offers, the more people, the more the clock is running, the faster the clock is running and the more complex it is. If it looks complex on the internet, I can promise you inside it is a hot mess. And as the operator in that business, it doesn't matter if you're the project manager, the ops coordinator, a virtual assistant, an OBM assistant, I don't care what your title is. If you're going to be in operations in a business that is very complex like that, you're going to burn out. And so I just, I thank you, Jordan, for modeling the balance, you know, try, of course, I mean, business is going to get messy, but just being self-aware that we are in control of at least managing, trying to manage, putting out the fire before it becomes a big flame is so important. And that's the type of environment that I want our students and our 
this entire community, every single listener, just listening to that and hearing and knowing, let that be a tip to you to look at the employer and look and see what kind of complexity they have. And then what is their launch schedule? Maybe that's a great question to ask in an interview process, because if they've got nine products and they're launching six at a time and four evergreen, just know what you're walking into. And so thank you, Jordan, for modeling that. I try to do the exact same thing. We have taken, you know, from from eight launches to six launches to four launches this year and really in the spirit of balance for everybody. The other yeah. thing I want to point out is, you know, you've got these two seasons, we'll call them seasons in your business, you know, Q1 mm-hmm. and Q3, where things are are higher, where where your operations is doing something a little bit different, right? I call this run the trains and that's what happens Q1 through Q4 every single day of the year. That project manager, that operations coordinator has tasks that never go away. It doesn't matter if you're in launch or out of launch, but you've got that. And if you can get that sustained and then you bring in, you know, these focused quarters of effort, now they're doing their job plus a little bit more. And it also gives them that downtime whenever they come off those launches because your whole business shifts into delivering after those launches happen. So, which they're going to be a part of maybe ancillarily, maybe a lot depending on the business model, but knowing that there's ebbs and flows and that even at the top or the peak, you're still not at like 50,000 hours a week, you know, still trying to go put the pedal to the metal and know that we really, as leaders, we really have the ability to control the chaos. And so many people do not pay attention. So I think all of us are really fortunate to be able to see businesses like yours grow to the point that it has. And knowing that this all, it sounds to me like it really started at you and your health, just being self-aware of what Jordan's capacity is seeing that that was the opposite of that really caused some, we'll call it chaos or a disruption in your own personal life, which has then trickled down into everything, into the entire way that you have built this business. And so your team has expanded. I really do feel like we're on parallel paths with very different offers, but still talking to similar people, which is why I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. Yeah. Let's get down into the VIP offer because that is something that I know our audience and our students who are going through the DOO certification, they will come to me because we talk about the business models and the different ways that they can do business. And one of our paths is what we call a project model. So short time, you're not doing long-term retainers. You have a specific deliverable that you are promising and guaranteeing to the client. And there's some other nuances inside of there, but for the most part, it's short-term. So I kind of feel like our project offer aligns with your VIP offer. So give our audience just a rundown of how you describe the VIP offer. Yeah, absolutely. So we describe it and define it as a four-figure offering that lasts between three to eight hours, leading your clients through a transformation method system process, enter any sort of word (laughs) that you want there. And, you know, I put very specific numbers in there because I think it really does help let you know, like, yes, this is a VIP day or no, this is not a VIP day. And I think that for a lot of operationally minded folks, specifically DOOs and of the like is, you know, y'all are learning a ton of great stuff from Natalie's strategic planning methods. And that is a really awesome VIP day offer. It's been done many, many times over and it's actually a really great, uh, what we consider like a qualifying offer, meaning that 
maybe you do like working with clients for a longer time, but you want to make sure they're like the right client and you don't really know how clients work until you actually work with them. <laughs> and so like, this is a really great like taster offer that you get paid well for. And at the end of the day, you can say, I'm going to offer this because I love this person and I want to continue working with them and, you know, build out their goals and objectives and help them execute with that. And then there's other clients who are like, okay, that day was enough with them. Like they're not, you know, we aren't aligned with our values or whatever else. And so I'm going to bless and release them and continue on my way. So I've seen that work really, really well for specifically people in systems realms, but even more specifically like DOO, like strategic planning. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love that you call it a qualifying offer. We call it phase one of the two phases that we, that we talk about in our in our structure, but I totally agree. You do not know what you're walking into till you have walked in. And we, I think as fact finders, as the majority of our community is, we do a lot of digging and kind of doing that stealthy reviewing of what this person could be, what this business could be. But until you're on and they are vulnerable, you just learn so much through the process. And I teach, and I am a big fan, Jordan, of getting paid to bring clarity. And it sounds like the VIP day does exactly that because I love that you defined it as a four-figure offer. Thank you. I also love that you put numbers like this three to eight hours. So, you know, it's different than a consulting call. Consulting call in our structure doesn't have a strong deliverable beyond a report. So if you've got a three to an eight hour offer, you're likely delivering something off of the back end and you're getting paid. And they're also, the client is also getting the transformation because of the intensity and not only the duration, but hopefully the intellectual property that you're sharing with them. And when I say intellectual property, sometimes people shut down and they start to tell themselves all these lies. Like I don't have any. And I did the same thing, friends. It took a business coach telling me, oh, Natalie, strategic, what, what is the name of what you're doing? And I'm like, I don't know, business planning. And she's like, yeah, you need to come up with something better than that. It's called strategic mapping. And I was like, oh, and I remember wrestling saying, oh, that's not the right term, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Five years later, it's definitely changed a lot of businesses, but everybody has intellectual property. So if you're the systems person that Jordan was and has on her team, that's somebody who's got a knack and a gift that I do not have. I can, for the life of me, not figure out how to automate anything. And it is worth my while to pay somebody to come in. So doing that on a VIP basis, having that as an offer for me is so valuable. And let's talk about the benefits of having this offer. Yeah, there's so many. And I think that people start to have this like too good to be true mysticalness about VIP days, which I can understand. But some of the benefits that I've seen for myself as well as my clients is that it really allows you to take control back over your calendar. Again, as somebody who has real constraints that cannot be adjusted, I have to be smarter with my time. So a lot of people who are caretakers, they have chronic illnesses, mental health diagnoses, disabilities. This offer is really great for you because it's going to have those natural boundaries that you get to set in order to be successful versus again, with monthly retainers, you have boundaries, but you have to continually remind your clients that there are boundaries because they will forget. And naturally, you know, it's, I'm a client with a few contractors. I'm sure that I forget as well, but with VIP days, it's very, very 
concrete. It's very clear what the boundaries are. And there's not too much that people can really try to finagle because it's so straightforward, which I really appreciate because a lot of people who are ops people are, they're helpers. So they know that they can help people more than whatever X offer that they've got. And so they're like, sure, like I'll just add it in or yeah, you know, we can tack it on or whatever the case is. And with VIP days, it's very restrictive in a way that is actually super beneficial for you as a service provider. That's definitely one. Another one is instead of a project that may take you a couple months or a couple weeks or whatever, you get paid all of that up front for VIP days. So that's another benefit. And then another, the third benefit is that you get this extra ounce of expertise and authority when doing VIP days because, you know, when you think about, okay, if somebody can, I don't know, organize my kitchen in one day or a month, I'm going to go with the person that can do it in a day because that sounds way more beneficial and they sound like an expert and like they've done it multiple times, right? So those are just a few benefits that, that I've been able to see. Yeah. And on the client side, if I am hiring you, there's a benefit to me because I'm not having to manage somebody on an ongoing basis, but I'm still getting a really big impact for the transaction that that I'm paying for. Additionally, the larger the business and the larger the, I'll say revenue, but generally the, the bigger the business that you aspire to support the less time they're going to have available for transformations because they're leading teams. They have a lot of innovation going on. They're probably in intense coaching programs, et cetera. So this becomes really interesting from my side or from the client's side because you know, we're, we're looking at an independent contractor, likely we're looking at somebody who we don't have to manage. And so there's both tax implications, time savings, et cetera. So it's really valuable. The other thing I would say and, and highlight again is even if you do have a retainer business today because you need the predictability in your income, model what I did. Add this on. My first goal was to do one VIP day using the strategic mapping model. I did one of those a month and then I got to where I would try to market those and do two a month. And that was able at that time to bring in you know, the significant amount of income for me, I put all that money into savings and I was able to really attain a big goal that we had been talking about internally. So it can also somewhat be like a side hustle, if you will, if you are leveraging a retainer model. And I know, Jordan, there are so many different ways and and things that we could talk about when it comes to the VIP offer. I want everyone to know who's listening that this is a really, really valuable piece of a business structure that I encourage you, Jordan's going to encourage you to think about. And Jordan makes that really easy for us. Not only has she built a business off of this model, she's teaching you guys exactly how to do this. And so where we, in our program, we teach you the four business models that we see operators being able to go into, knowing that you're going to navigate and and really transition between each of those, or at least a couple of those at a time. I think it's amazing that Jordan has gone really deep into this one specific area. So Jordan, I know you've got your big event coming up that's going to help shine a light on what we can do with VIP offers. Give our, give the audience a, a high level view of what you've got coming up. Yeah, for sure. So we have our Done in a Day virtual conference. This is our fourth one that we've done live, fifth one overall. And this really is for people who are currently offering VIP days and want to 
have them be more sustainable or just learn different uh, tips and strategies or for those who are VIP curious. So if either of those are the camps that you're in, please come and join us. We have over 26 different speakers with literally a wide array of VIP day types. So you'll definitely hear people in the systems realm who have been offering VIP days. It's just a two-day live virtual conference. And so we that'll be coming up on March 7th and 8th. And uh, yeah, Natalie, you'll have a link, I'm sure, in the show notes for you to hop in and join us. And it's a really low ticket price for you to be able to come in and see if VIP days are a fit for you and join, again, hundreds of other business owners who are doing the same. Yeah, I really, I, I am such a big advocate of making sure that before I put my stamp on something that I have seen it work for myself and I know that it's true and valid. There's no like bro marketing happening here to slide you in, to get you into some slippery funnel or anything like that. This is truly just the event itself, not not even the bigger program that she offers, but the event, I have been a part of the, the event in the past and I know how much knowledge you guys are going to be able to take in and it's going to get your wheels turning and there's so much power in looking Looking, you know, I talk a lot about vision by attending an event like this and seeing what other people are doing and how they have set this up and really getting past just the idea phase, but seeing we're curious people, but being able to see how people have curated them and delivered them. I know that you're going to walk away having learned a whole lot. Jordan, thank you so much for being on the show today. I appreciate all that you have really your partnership for sure, and our peership as we have gone through the journey, but also just knowing that our audience has multiple strong leaders and we stand out in our own areas. And I'm so proud to partner with you in this upcoming event to show operators how they can how they can really do this their own way, whichever way suits them. So thank you for being here. Thanks for giving our audience, a, cluing us in on what VIP, I think we talk about it, but it's like, what is it? And I know that they're going to walk away today really understanding what that looks like. So thank you for being here. And friends, if you are listening, I want to make sure, well, I know you're listening, but as we're wrapping up, you're going to see in our Facebook group, you can come on over to theopsinsiders.com. We're going to have all of the links for you. You can also check out our show notes and you'll be able to click right on in to see more about the virtual conference that Jordan has coming up here in a few weeks. Thank you guys for listening and we will see you next week. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.